Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rapid Fire. Today, we're going to be discussing Joe Biden getting his booster shot and how it proved that everything in our entire society is a complete and utter scam. New York nurses are now going to be getting fired for refusing to be vaccinated. And before I started this show, the chat was talking about dishonorable dishonorable discharges from the military. And I didn't know this, but apparently if you're dishonorably discharged, that stops you from being able to possess a firearm. So we're going to be talking about all of that more on tonight's episode of Rapid Fire. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before we jump into the show, please remember you can go to preparewithsavsays.com to get 25% off your four-week or three-month food supply. Do not let the government dictate when you can and cannot eat, when you can and cannot buy food. Make sure you have emergency food. Go to preparewithsavsays.com and check that out while we rapid fire through this news. Now, I want to start off the broadcast today with this dishonorable discharge because the chat was talking about it and I had no idea that if you were dishonorably discharged from the military, apparently per section 922 from the ATF um, or of the GCA, it makes it unlawful for persons who have been discharged from the armed forces under dishonorable conditions to receive or possess firearms. And I've heard this from multiple military members too, that if you get dishonorably discharged for, let's say, uh, you know, not being vaccinated, because that is something that a lot of military members are being faced with right now, while disobeying a direct order is a blatant misconduct and a criminal offense under the UCMJ and can get you a dishonorable discharge. So I had no idea that this was something that happened when military members were dishonorably discharged. But I think it's something that we should be a lot more concerned about and we should be talking about in the media and every single day. The fact that we're trying to dishonorably discharge people people from our military and we're still not aware if they're going to be dishonorably discharged if they refuse to get vaccinated or not. But what I'm hearing from many military members is that they don't want to get vaccinated. If they disobey a direct order, that just immediately equals a dishonorable discharge. And look at where we're at. We're weakening our military and we're also creating more Americans that are going to be without firearms. Look at what is going on in Australia right now. That entire country, not the entire country, some people in Australia do have firearms, but that country has made it extremely difficult to get them. They have disarmed their people. And look at how the people in Australia are currently being treated. Now, if we have thousands of Americans, if we have tens of thousands of military members who decide, hey, I'm not getting vaccinated and they get dishonorably discharged, then those are Americans who now are not able to have firearms, thus beginning the disarmament of Americans in our country. So that's something that we should all be extremely concerned about. And I wasn't aware of until this exact moment. I wish I would have been, and I'm going to make it my life mission to make sure that I get somebody on my show that can really walk us all through what a dishonorable charge looks like for military members, what it actually entails, because that's something that's extremely concerning to me. Again, I have several family members that are in the military. My little sister is currently being faced with this exact same thing. And I've heard from many people, hey, disobeying a direct order, dishonorable discharge, the vaccine is being mandated. So therefore it is a direct order. And that's just absolutely insane to me. So I had to start the show off with that because uh, I was just researching it like 10 minutes before we started here. Uh, I was going to start off with Biden getting his booster shot and how ridiculous it all was, but that was absolutely insane. Now let's jump into Biden getting not his first, not his second, but his third 
COVID vaccination. And why do I say that this proves that everything is a scam? Well, go ahead and take a peek at Joe Biden here as he is sitting here getting his vaccine. We're all told, hey, if you get the vaccination, we can go back to normal. You can live your life normally in just 15 days to slow the spread. Sure, we're two years into this, but that's just because you didn't get vaccinated. I mean, don't don't look at Israel. Don't look at the fact that they said that if you got double vaccinated, your vaccine passport was valid and then booster shots came out. And now, you know, within six months of getting your booster, your vaccine passport is again invalid because you, you don't have enough vaccinations in your body. Don't look at that. Just look at us. Just look at America and get vaccinated so we can get back to normal. Let me go ahead and just play this video of Joe Biden getting his booster shot today. And it, again, just proving that everything in a society is a complete scam. And I'm trying not to get upset today, but we are literally living through George Orwell's 1984, where if you now say that two plus two equals four, you're the bad guy in society and you will be put in jail and your life will be ruined. Watch this video. We are helping. We're doing more than every other nation in the world combined. We're going to have well over a billion, 100 million shots, and we're going to continue going. We're going to do our part. We've also given a great deal of funding to COVAX, which is the vehicle that does this. So we have plenty, plenty of opportunity to make sure we get everyone in the world to play our part the largest part of the world. Everyone- okay, I want to highlight a couple of things with this video and I just hard cut it off because I don't want to listen to Joe Biden, Biden's wrinkly old ass talking anymore. He's so incompetent. Did you guys hear what he just said? We're going to get a billion million vaccinations. This man cannot speak coherently and he's running our entire country. Are you freaking kidding me? <sighs> On top of that, he's wearing a face mask to get his booster shot. Why? Because everything in our society is a scam. We will never take the face masks off because enough Americans refuse to stand up against this complete idiocracy. And now all of us have to suffer under tyranny. And I'm getting really pissed off because I'm so freaking tired of Americans without spines willingly letting the government take away their freedoms and rights. We have the president of the United States wearing a face mask, getting a third booster shot, the same shot that's supposed to liberate you from the face mask that he's wearing. Does anybody else see how absolutely insane this is? I'm just so tired of living in this crazy world with all these crazy freaking people where we have an obese model, Tess Holland saying she's freaking anorexic and there's 58 genders and apparently men can get pregnant. I was listening to Omen Schroyer's show today and he said, uh, checkmate to the Biden administration. What if a Haitian man said that he was pregnant? Would he then be given asylum? How far is this administration willing to take their gender bending weird science? And I thought that was pretty funny. And I was like, let me repeat that because that's a really freaking good point highlighting how insane everything is in this damn country. So insane that we are now firing nurses for refusing to get vaccinated while we're also simultaneously living through a period of time where our hospitals are overrun. Watch this video. And we'll be nation leading with our mandate, which strikes at midnight tonight when everyone is expected in a hospital in the state of New York or a healthcare facility to have been vaccinated. I will be signing an executive order to give me the emergency powers necessary to address the shortages where they occur. And that's going to allow me to deploy the National Guard who are medically trained, deploy people uh, who've been retired who may have had a license lapse, bring in people from elsewhere 
That is not my first position of my friends. My, my, my desire is to have the people who've been out there continue to work in their jobs, work in them safely, and to all the other health care workers. Okay, so this is the new governor that replaced Andrew Cuomo, which, you know, he was verifiably awful. But now we have Kathy Hochul, who's somehow even worse. And I don't know if that's because she's a woman and women are just poor leaders, to be quite honest with you. Look at this woman. She is she's firing nurses for wanting to make their own choices in regards to what they put into their body. And then they're having National Guard members fill in for hospital staff shortages. Now, I wanted to make this point because a couple weeks back, I went to the Dallas-Fort Worth airport, and they have military members there. Military members who are giving out free COVID-19 vaccinations at the airport. It was one of the first things that I saw when I got through TSA, and I was like, that's really interesting. The picture's up on my Instagram, and I was like, wow, I'm so glad that while our border is overrun, while we still have Americans stuck in Afghanistan, we're utilizing our military members to vaccinate people at airports. Now, I thought about this picture today. Why? Because as Kathy Hochul is trying to make it seem okay for National Guards members to come in and fill in for hospital shortages, I realized that military members being at the airport was, in a way, the government's way to try to normalize our military and our National Guard coming in and taking over health care. When that's not a normal thing at all in actuality, we should have nurses working in hospitals giving us, you know, health care, not the National Guard members, not the military, which again is going to be weaponized against your average American. Because if you look at what's going on right now, they're taking all of the military members who refuse to bend the knee to government tyranny and get vaccinated. Once all of those good military members are out of the military, who are we going to have left? These lesbian military members, like the one we saw on a TikTok video a couple months back that was saying, if martial law is declared, you become the enemy. The gun is pointed at you, American citizens. That's who our military is going to be overrun by. Conspiracy theory that I have here, they've infiltrated our military and they pushed all this LGBTQ nonsense into our military military because who does the LGBTQ community hate more than anybody? They hate white males. They hate anybody who refuses to listen to the government, refuses to get vaccinated. They hate anybody who is pro second amendment, pro free speech. So we now have members of our military who absolutely hate everything that America stands for. And all of the good military members who refuse to bend the knee to government tyranny, they're getting pushed out. So if martial law is declared, the military will be made up of people who hate America and hate you and me and will gladly shoot us for not giving in to government tyranny. I know I'm being kind of extreme tonight, guys, but I'm just so pissed off because I'm tired of us living through this absolute freaking nonsense because it's been almost two years at this point, And it's so retarded that we're living through this. I'm going to hit y'all with the hard R. Retarded. It's retarded. This is a retarded time to be living through. And it's ridiculous. And I don't want to live through it anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. The fact that people, YouTubers specifically, are like, I'm scared to even say you retarded on YouTube because I can get canceled. It's just like, you know what? Cancel me at this point. I'm tired of being politically correct. I'm tired of being a good person. Because you know what being a nice person and being civil has gotten us to? A point in society 
where two-year-old kids are being kicked off of a plane for not wearing a face mask, where we are being forced injected with an experimental vaccine that we don't know the long-term side effects of because the FDA and the CDC don't give a damn about your health. <laughs> if the government actually gave a crap about our health, do you think that they would have destroyed America to, to save us? Absolutely not. The government doesn't give a crap about you. And to be quite honest, I don't know what dumbass liberal needs to hear that, but wake the hell up, bro. Wake up. <sighs> Zuby makes a very important point today. He says, if we lived in a sane society, they would ask the thousands of healthcare workers who don't want the Rona shot why they don't want it instead of just firing them. Surely an important question given the these are the people who actually deal with the patients day in and day out. But are we ever going to get that? No, because we don't live in a sane society, because we don't live in a truthful society. We live in a society and we're governed by politicians who are straight up evil and corrupt. And that might sound like an extreme thing, but it really would take a truly evil person to fire somebody who is a healthcare worker who has dedicated their lives to saving other people's health. It really takes an evil person to fire them from their job because they are smart enough to want to make their own decisions about their body. And again, going back to New York Governor Kathy Hochul, this is what she has to say, too, in regards to why people should get vaccinated. I've prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. All of you. Okay, I don't know who this woman's praying to because it's not God. Because, again, we are, we're living through a time where the Pope is turning people away from the Vatican for not being vaccinated. And now Kathy Hoshel is like, I'm wearing my vaccinated gold necklace because God gave us this vaccine and it's just so great. No, God, God has granted people free will. The Bible talks about this. That's why we live in a sinful and fallen world because we do have free will, right? That's a thing. You know who doesn't have free will? People who are being forced to get vaccinated. People who are being threatened to not be able to pay their bills and get fired from their job. So, girl, I don't know who the hell you're praying to. Most likely Satan. Because every single thing that these evil politicians have been pushing on us, abortion, shutting down the economy, forced vaccinating people. Somebody in the chat said that the vaccination is a straight-up violation of the Nuremberg Code. And if you guys don't know what that is, go look up what the Nuremberg Code is. And go look up the laws. It's against uh, exper like human experiment experimentation. And uh, it was created after World War II because the Nazis were doing like these atrocious experiments on humans. So they started the Nuremberg Code and they basically say, okay, you can't experiment on humans. And if something violates these codes, like it's a big no-no. Well, everything that we're living through right now is a violation of that. Go look up what that is. And now we have our politicians saying it's from God. Are you freaking kidding me? Give me a break. And I'm so frustrated too, because in that thread of that video, this woman tweeted, am I the only one who still doesn't understand why healthcare workers wouldn't get vaccinated? And it's 60,000 likes. And it, it's like, yeah, you're so 
willfully ignorant because we do live through a period of time where the internet exists. So if you don't understand the adverse effects that this vaccine is having on people, you're an idiot, bro. And you're willfully ignorant. And at this point, the vaccination is just straight up natural selection. So you do you, fam. You do you, but don't push it on people who want to have a long-term and healthy life. Now, if we were actually honest in our media, if we actually cared about people's health, you know, it would be platformed more Project Veritas stories. Right before I started this show, they came out with this whopper of a video. Listen to this. These are Johnson and Johnson scientists and business leaders of the company. Project Veritas doing what Project Veritas does best, exposing the lies and corruptions of all these companies. Listen to this whopper of a video. So if it were your kid, if it were your kid, would you get them vaccinated? I don't think they need it. So what would you say? Homeschool or get the vaccine? Honestly, I don't think a kid needs to get it. Meet scientist Justin Durant and regional business lead Brandon Schatt, officials with pharma giant Johnson & Johnson. Both men echo startling admissions about their own company's COVID vaccine and their concerns on long-term repercussions for children. Right. Not something that's so unknown. So would you say we don't know the repercussions of it? I mean, how can you, right? There's nobody who's 30 years in that said, hey, I got the vaccine, I don't have a third eyeball. So what do you think this is about? Do you think it's about the money? Politics, money. Okay, so then if you think that babies like don't need to get vaccinated, why do you think there's such a strong push for it? Justin Durant, scientist at Johnson & Johnson, is clear on one thing. Don't get this vaccine. And he doesn't want you to know that he said that. He even texted our journalist reminding her to keep what he said secret, saying if the public found out, he could get in mad trouble. I should tell her to not get the Johnson & Johnson one. Don't get the Johnson & Johnson one. Okay. So there you guys go. We have this Johnson & Johnson scientist straight up winking at this Project Veritas undercover journalist saying, uh, you didn't hear not to get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine from me. And gives a big old nice wink because they know what they're doing. These companies know what they're doing. Big Pharma knows what they're doing. Big Pharma doesn't give a crap about your health. The medical industry doesn't give a crap about your health, to be quite honest with you. I've been looking into Dr. Sean Baker a lot and the carnivore diet. And he was an orthopedic surgeon. And you know what happened when he was in the medical industry, they got upset with him because he was looking into bone deterioration with people and how to heal diseases via diet, as opposed to putting a bandaid of big pharmaceutical medications on people. So he started looking into and spending more time with his patients and saying, Hey, let's go over your diet. Have you tried this or that? You know what ended up happening? The hospitals that he was working for were getting upset with him because he was spending too much time with patients. Why? Because the medical industry doesn't care about actually making sure that you're healthy or making sure that they're healing these diseases in society. The government is keeping us sick. Big Pharma is keeping us sick. 
Everything in our society is keeping us sick and dumbed down and subservient. And the average American is too, it's just too distracted by TikTok and social media to give a damn. And I, again, I'm not trying to be so angry about this tonight, but it's just finally hit ahead, especially when we have people like Leanna Wen, who was a former Planned Parenthood director, coming out and trying to justify just the complete destruction of our entire country and why we should fear, fear the Delta variant with things like this. Listen to this video. And those who are vaccinated, we now know based on the CDC, they are now able, we, but with the Delta variant, because they carry so much more virus, they could transmit it to their unvaccinated family members. And so I, for example, even though I'm fully vaccinated, my children are not because they're too young to be vaccinated. So I need to be now careful for my children because of all the unvaccinated people around us. Girl, what? That literally made zero sense. So she's saying that unvaccinated people hold more of the virus, but she's vaccinated. So then by her own logic, how in the actual hell would she transmit that virus to her unvaccinated? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And if we were in a sane society... And if we actually cared about truth and if we actually knew what was going on and people weren't so distracted by everything, we would be aware of these things. But no, your average CNN or MSNBC viewer is like, that makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, I love the government. It's so great. Let's just keep on like watching TikToks. And making money off of OnlyFans and listening to what the media has to say to us. Because the government cares, man. The government totally cares about our health. And they would never lie to us, ever. And if you push back against the government, you're the crazy one. If you think that 2 plus 2 equals 4, are you stupid? Who told you that? That's your average American citizen. And the media, again... Uh, we've said this on the show so many times. They're just keeping all of the, the reality of what's going on in this country out of sight, out of mind. And so we're social media companies like TikTok. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but we played a video of a D1 student athlete who got myocarditis after getting, I believe it was the Moderna vaccination or the Pfizer vaccination. I can't remember which one. I believe it, it might have been Pfizer. You got myocarditis. That video is on my Instagram. The link is down below if you'd be interested in watching it yourself. Well, he came out because apparently TikTok keeps on silencing his video, his original video, where he talked about his side effects after getting vaccinated. Uh, listen to what TikTok is doing to this kid now. I want to thank everyone for their prayers and their support and sharing my story However, TikTok keeps taking my videos down. I've read what they sent me in the community guidelines. The only thing I can think of is they're saying I'm spreading misinformation. I'm about to provide one of the documents and my vaccination card to, to prove that I'm just a division one college athlete trying to share my story. That's my vaccine card and one of the documents that the hospital gave me. So there's no misinformation. That's, I'm just sharing my story. I have never said not to get vaccinated or to get vaccinated. I'm only trying to share my story. I've done nothing wrong. There's no reason to keep taking down my videos. So there you guys go. This kid gets 
admitted to the hospital because he got myocarditis after getting the Pfizer vaccination. And then TikTok keeps taking his videos down for misinformation. Why? Because nobody wants you to know the reality of what is going on in this country. Because if people actually started waking up to the lies and manipulation that we're living through, they probably pre they probably would be pretty upset. Sorry, guys, let me slow down. I hate when I stumble over my words. I try to make a good show for you, but I do get extremely heated about a lot of these issues because I just want my fellow Americans to get their heads out of their asses. Sorry to be explicit, mom and dad. I love you. I will start being a lady again and not cursing because it's not ladylike. Let's go ahead and take a peek at what's going on around the country because two years of this nonsense wasn't enough. Hell, let's just make it another 10 years. I mean, Americans are dumb enough to keep going along with it, so why not? Harvard Business School moves classes online as COVID-19 breakthrough cases soar despite a 95% vaccination rate among students and staff. And there's a very interesting comment on this. Uh, let me see if I can find it. From John Gordon who says that he talked to a 30-year-old at the gym. She was at a party with all vaccinated friends. She's unvaccinated, has natural immunity. A few days later, one of the friends tested positive. Everyone then got tested and they all had COVID except her. Seems more common that vax transmit. Now, this is not my opinion. This is just what I'm seeing on Twitter. And I have to say that and preface that because, uh, you know, YouTube will say, well, that's medical misinformation. You can't talk about your real world experiences that go against our narrative. Absolutely not. If you're on TikTok and you went to the hospital for myocarditis, well, we don't like that. And we're going to label it misinformation because you can't tell the truth. What do you think this is, America? You think you're allowed to have freedom of thought? You think you're allowed to have freedom of speech? <laughs> no, you're not. Which is why people are pushing back and they're waking up a little bit. Not totally, not as much as I would have liked them to or like them to at this point. But people are starting to push back because they are seeing the insanity to some extent. For example, the NBA is apparently being plagued by a vaccine civil war as unvaccinated players rally behind Kyrie Irving. Now, the Rolling Stone originally came out with this headline, the NBA's anti-vaxxers are trying to push around the league and it's working. And then in the first paragraph of this article, they immediately talk about how uh, Kyrie Irving refused to answer questions regarding whether or not he was vaccinated. And he basically danced around the question saying, well, I'd like to keep my personal life private. And that's a personal thing that I'm not going to discuss. And again, baffling to me that we've reached a point in society where it is now a norm normalcy for us to ask people, so are you vaccinated against this? What's your medical history like? Because this wasn't a normal thing two years ago, but now if you aren't asked your vaccination status, that's out of the ordinary and that's really weird. So going into this uh, Breitbart article, the NBA plagued by vaccine civil war as unvaccinated players rally behind Kyrie Irving. The NBA is hoping to vax everyone in the league, but officials are also coming to fear a coalition of unvaccinated players, including Kyrie Irving, who is refusing the vaccine, according to Rolling Stone. The left is, of course, labeling these players as conspiracy theorists for refusing to take the vax. And according to a report by the Rolling Stone, the league is worried that players who are resisting the vaccine, such as Irving and Orlando's Jonathan Isaac, will band together and resist the efforts to fully vaccinate the whole league. 
Kyrie's aunt recently said that players could start skipping home games to protest the league's vaccine policies. And she's quoted saying, there are so many other players outside of him who are opting out. I would like to think they would make a way, she said. It could be like every third game, so it still gives you a full season of being interactive and being on the court, but with the limitations that they're, of course, oppressing upon you. There can be some sort of formula where the NBA and the players can come to some sort of agreement. And then I guess she goes on to say that Kyrie's not looking for a religious exemption because it's not relig- religious-based, it's morals-based. So there you guys go. <laughs> the NBA, which let's let's think about your average NBA player. A healthy individual, right? Probably one of the most healthy individuals in America. NBA players, they're athletes, they're at peak fitness, they're constantly playing, they're constantly training. Um, If you look into a lot of these athletes' health regimes, you'll see that they spend thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars on their health. So the healthiest people in America are now still being forced to be vaccinated And NBA players who can still think for themselves are like, no, we're not going to do that. And what does our media do? Calls them conspiracy theorists and tells them that they're the bad guys in society, despite them actually caring about their health, unlike the media or actual government does. Now, I think I've already highlighted how insane everything is, but because we're living through one of the most ridiculous periods in history, potentially, Let's go ahead and look to our neighbors, Canada, to see how this gets even crazier in other countries. Because if you think you could escape, you know, this insanity in America, just, you know, hop on over to Canada or go to Italy or go to Australia, you know, a different country. Maybe I can get some sanity over there. No. So this is how Canada is counting their COVID cases. Listen to this. If individuals choose to not get tested for COVID but are home with an illness, um, they're now counted in the list as uh, being part of that outbreak. And so it's less dependent on needing a test to be a part of identifying where there is an issue. We are, as I mentioned, working with education to determine if there are any adjustments that need to be made. Yeah. So if you're just sick and you don't want to get tested, you're automatically accounted as a COVID case. Great. That's science, right? It gets even better. Apparently, Ontario does not consider previous infection with COVID-19 as a substitute for being fully vaccinated. Unvaccinated people will not be allowed to submit a negative COVID-19 test instead of a certificate. So again, look to other countries to see what is going to be coming to America. And I believe we've already heard cases of that happening here in the U.S. where people can't even um, you know, do the testing. I actually think that they were trying to push that on the uh, teachers in New York. They were saying, well, you can't opt out via a test. You have to get vaccinated. So that is where our society is headed. And then again, just still looking at Canada and what's going on over there. Ian Smith posted this today. He says, this is my friend, Pastor Artur Paolo. Pulowski. He kept his church open in Canada and defended off wave after wave of government enforcers trying to shut him down. He's been speaking in the U.S. where we met. We spoke extensively about the fight and what it means to resist. He's a good man, a kind man, a man who stood for what's right when it was easier not to. He returned to Canada today to face six years in prison for opening his church. When I asked him why he was willingly going back when he could stay here, his response was, if I do not go and face them like a man, then everything I did means nothing. I will show the world who they are. He was arrested upon landing, 
Currently, his family has been locked out of the facility he is locked up at. Artur, you are a giant among men. I'll see you soon, brother. And then if you guys want information on how you can help him, um, you can go to Ian Smith's Telegram channel or go to Save Artur. That's S-A-V-E-A-R-T-U-R dot com. So go check that out because that's what people in Canada, that's what pastors in Canada who wanted to keep their church open because we know that churches are sacred places where many people go because they put their faith in God over their fear of a virus. And this pastor is brave enough to push back against the government. And now in Canada, he is being faced with six years in prison. Absolutely disgusting. And we would expect nothing less from a country who's being led by Justin Trudeau, who's an absolute idiot. And if you think I'm just being rude, listen to this video. I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, LGT, LBG, LGBTQ2 plus uh, kids' rights to not have to undergo... Okay, I'm sorry. Let's listen to that one more time. Because yes, that's how insane the left is. That's how insane these evil and corrupt leaders are. They don't even know the organizations that they represent. They can't even keep up with their own latest science and hypocrisy. And they can't even pronounce these freaking groups' names because it's all so ridiculous. Let's listen to that again, because what the hell was that? I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, LGT, LBT, LGBT. Oh my freaking gosh. Pray for Canada. Pray for Australia. Pray for the entire world. Pray for America. Genuinely and truly. Christian people around the world who choose to fear God over fearing a virus. Pray for your rights. Pray for your safety. And pray that we finally have enough people who are strong enough to stand up against these corrupt and insane people. Now, bringing it back home to America and Joe Biden, because we started off the show with his third shot. He came out and he said this today about one of the latest bills that he's trying to pass. Now, pass, not passed. Sorry, guys. So, Joe Biden is trying to, you know, push this build back better agenda. And he has been talking about this $3.5 trillion bill. Well, apparently per Joe Biden, um, Biden's agenda has been billed at $3.5 trillion, but he says that the real cost is zero since it will all be paid for and won't contribute to the national debt. Dave Rubin says we went from two plus two equals five to 3.5 trillion equals zero pretty freaking quickly. And I want to bring this up and highlight that there's no such thing as something being free. Somebody always has to pay for it. So this $3.5 trillion that's paid for, who the hell do you think is paying for it? The American taxpayer. So it's still getting paid for because nothing in this damn world is free. Nothing is ever free ever. So Joe Biden is just straight up going in front of Americans and lying to all of us now because, again, the average American is stupid enough to believe it. Joe Biden also tweeted this out today. And if you're a podcast listener, I just want you to know that I said tweeted with air quotes around it because we all know that Joe Biden most likely doesn't run his own Twitter account because the man can barely take one 
question from the press? You think he could write a tweet? You think he can even work a phone? The man can't even walk straight. Absolutely not. So one of his handlers tweeted this out today. We need to reward work in this country, not just wealth. And I thought that this was absolutely hilarious and rich. And I wanted to bring it up because we are constantly hearing from Democrats. We're constantly hearing from AOC, from Biden's own administration. Tax the rich. We need to tax the rich. We need to stop letting the wealthy prosper in this country. We need to reward work, not just wealth. And this in itself is so hilarious to me because you know the way that work is rewarded in a capitalist society, at least, it's via wealth. I saw this tweet the other day, and and I just want to highlight, because so many people like to attack the 1%, the billionaires in this country, the evil millionaires who employ people and provide them with jobs, but still get paid more because they worked their whole lives to build a freaking company, and then their minimum wage employee who got hired straight out of college or high school is not getting paid as much as the CEO who worked their ass off to make the entire company because we have people like that complaining because we have Joe Biden saying we need to reward work in this country, not wealth, even though work is typically rewarded via the creation of wealth. Let me bring up this tweet about Elon Musk. It's from Warren Redlich on Twitter who says, you want equality with Elon Musk? Work 18 to 20 hour days, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year for 30 years. When you get big money, don't spend it. Invest it in your next business and repeat. Get one to two hours a week with your family and friends. You want that equality question mark? And I read this tweet last week, but I was like, you know, I got to bring it up in regards to this tax the rich argument. Because all of these lazy, incompetent millennials calling to tax the rich and tax the 1% don't even know how much in taxes the wealthiest in our society actually pay. And they also don't know the sacrifice and hard work that goes into creating and making a company successful. So I'm so damn tired of lazy ass people in this country who haven't really worked a day in their life, like AOC, who again, keep in mind, was a bartender. She never owned her own company. She never had to work for anything. She never had to build anything from the ground up, which is why it's so easy for her to say, tax the rich, tax the business owners, more taxes for everyone. Because you think that AOC would ever work as much as Elon Musk worked to make his company successful? Absolutely freaking not. You know what we're doing in this country? And you know what the average American citizen who's screaming tax the rich is doing? Well, they're probably getting paid, um, you know, $500 to get a new job. Yeah, from the New York Post, a New Jersey program is now offering employees $500 to get a job. Unemployed New Jerseyans who return to work could get a $500 bonus in their first paycheck under a state program unveiled on Monday. The Return and Earn program aims to curb labor shortages caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. No, this wasn't caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. It was caused by the government mass printing money and sending people out stimulus checks and then paying them more money to stay at home and not go back to work. That's, you know, probably what caused these labor shortages, if we're being honest. Governor Phil Murphy says this program will help both businesses and their workers and is yet another step that we have taken to boost our economy. Workers hired through the incentive program would receive an extra $500 for returning to work. Wow, amazing, guys. We have now reached the point in society where we... I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice here because this is just so ridiculous. We are paying people to go to work. 
more money to go to work. They don't have to earn the money, but they literally need to be incentivized to even get off of their lazy bums and go to work that we are now trying to pay people just to go back to work because that is where our society has gotten to. And that's what happens when you get a bunch of people dependent on government programs and free money, you get labor shortages, you get inflation because we have supply chain shortages. There's so many stories right now about how grocery stores may have empty shelves soon. I went to Taco Bell the other night and I paid $6 for a damn quesadilla from Taco Bell. I was joking about it with the manager. I was like, I, when the hell did you start charging $6 for a damn chicken quesadilla at Taco Bell? I could have gone home and made this shit for 50 cents. What the hell? And he was laughing and he was like, yeah, we've had to boost prices on a couple things because, you know, the price of products is rising and blah, blah, blah. Everything's rising. And the average American wouldn't realize it. But if you go to your local fast food joint, you'll see a now hiring sign on the window guaranteed. And then you'll also see the price of your food that was maybe two to three dollars less yet last year bumped all the way up. Look at gas prices. Look at our entire economy. Nobody wants to go back to work, which is why we're having these supply chain shortages, because everyone was paid by the government to stay home and be lazy. But nobody wants to discuss that. Nobody wants to talk about how Joe Biden killed the Keystone Pipeline, which made gas prices rise exponentially. Yeah, let's just keep blaming COVID-19 when in reality, the government is who did this to us. But it's okay. If you don't want to work and you want to be dependent on the government, well, maybe one of the 12,000 Haitians that were released into the U.S. can take the job, you know, that uh, you, you should be working, average American. Homeland Security Chief admits that more than 12,000 Haitians were released into the U.S. Only 3,000 are in detention after mass gathering under Texas Bridge, Alejandro Mayorkas disclosed on Sunday. Yes, 12,000 illegal immigrants just let out free in the United States. Welcome to America, guys. There's a shit ton of jobs for everybody. I don't mean to be cursing so much this show, but damn. Remember when the DHS told us that the border was secure and then came out literally a couple days later and said, actually, like 12,000 of them kind of got released into the US, but that's no big deal. And do you think that we would be, you know, focused in on that? Do you think we'd be focused in on the fact that 12,000 people are now just roaming around America after illegally coming over here? Let me remind you too, that they were disposing of their Brazilian and Chilean IDs on the Mexico side of the border. So that way our officials wouldn't know that they had asylum in other countries. Do you think that would be a big story in the media? No. Do you think that um, maybe the DHS coming out and saying that 12,000 people have been released and also they weren't tested for COVID would be a big story. No, I mean, uh, this clip came out today. Let's watch it real quick. Congregation under the bridge and congregating there, just mentioning COVID. What is the situation there? I know that the crowd has been dispersed. Do we know who has tested positive, if people got sick, any kind of symptoms? Uh, among this group of 15,000, you said? Uh, yes, so uh, we did not, we do not, uh, we did not test that population of individuals. Uh, we do not know, I do not know, I should say, if I may be perfectly accurate, I do not know whether anyone was sick with COVID. To my podcast listeners, no, the audio didn't go out. I'm just sitting here staring into my camera in complete awe of how stupid everything is. And do you think that's something the media is focusing on? Do you think that's something the average American even knows? Or 
something that the Biden administration is at least bringing light to? No, the Biden administration is still focused on the whips that were being used. Uh, I mean, weren't being used on the Haitian immigrants at the border. Jen Psaki, instead of talking about 12,000 illegals being released into the U.S., instead of talking about how they could have been COVID positive, who really knows at this point, instead of talking about any of that, this is what is important to the Biden administration and is what it, what is at the forefront of their minds. The El Paso Times has walked back their claim that border agents were using uh, whips to deter Haitian migrants. Um, this is kind of a, a controversy. Some people are weighing what is a whip versus what is a, a rain. Um, and the El Paso Times put out a clarification saying, clarification saying it was not an actual whip. Does that change anything for the administration in light of the, the statements that were made last week? I don't think anyone could look at those photos uh, and think that was appropriate action or behavior or something uh, that uh, should be accepted uh, within uh, our administration. There's an investigation that's ongoing. Uh, we'll let that play out. But our reaction to the photos has not changed. Okay, so your reactions to the photo have not changed, even though Axios even came out with this tweet and said, we deleted a previous tweet that referred to Border Patrol agents as whipping at Haitian migrants. The story has been updated to include comments from some journalists on the border who did not see the whipping occur. And of course, Jack Posobiec has the receipts and their original tweet, Axios, said, Governor Greg Abbott to Border Patrol agents who whipped at Haitian migrants from horseback. I will hire you to help Texas secure our border. So... It has now been completely and absolutely debunked that anybody was whipped at the border. And Jen Psaki is now saying, well, we're still looking at the photos and what we saw was just really, really bad. Um, even though what Border Patrol was doing was twirling their reins to keep people away from the horses for their own protection, we're investigating that because that is at the forefront of what is important. Not criminals being released into the U.S., not our destroyed economy, not the fact that Joe Biden doesn't know what day it is or that he's the president of the United States, not the fact that I, as your press secretary, don't know how to answer a question, not that Americans are losing their jobs and being forced into unemployment because they're, you know, despite Nuremberg Code, we're violating that. They're being forced to be vaccinated. We're not going to talk about any of that. Instead, at the forefront of our news and what we're going to be investigating is the Haitian migrants that weren't whipped at the border because the pictures looked really, really mean, okay? They looked really mean. And we don't want to be mean in the Biden administration. It's all about optics for us. The truth doesn't matter as long as everything looks good. So we're going to be investigating it. And that is America in 2021. How long has society been like this? Has it always been this way? And I just finally paid attention to politics. The more I read into history, the more apparent that seems. For example, like our intelligence agencies actually being good or helping America at all. I have zero respect and really don't think that our intelligence agencies are credible at all, especially because the FBI is seemingly tied to a lot of these domestic terror threats and events that keep happening. Don't forget that FBI informants were trying to get people to kidnap the governor of Michigan, and then they tried to pin it on the people 
that they tried to convince to do it, even though they didn't want to. That's our FBI. Well, let's check in and see how the CIA is doing. Per the Rolling Stone, the CIA reportedly considered kidnapping and assassinating Julian Assange. Why the hell do our intelligence agencies keep keep trying to commit crimes? Can somebody answer that for me? I, I feel like they shouldn't be doing that, but I don't know. I'm just a dumb American. What could I say? Mike Pompeo was apparently motivated to get even with WikiLeaks following its publication of sensitive CIA hacking tools. The CIA reportedly plotted to kidnap Julian Assange and some senior officials in the agency, and the Trump administration allegedly went so far as to consider options for how to assassinate the WikiLeaks founder, Yahoo News reported Sunday. I love how they have to say the Trump administration in this story when it was really Mike Pompeo. According to the report, then-director Mike Pompeo was apparently motivated to get even with WikiLeaks following its publication of sensitive CIA hacking tools, which the agency found to be the largest data loss in CIA history. Pompeo and others were completely detached from reality because they were so embarrassed about Vault 7, according to a formal Trump national security official referring to the document dump. They were seeing blood. Additional CIA plans allegedly included extensive spying on WikiLeaks associates, sowing discord among the group's members, and stealing their election electronic devices. So there you guys go. Julian Assange exposed the CIA. WikiLeaks exposed Hillary Clinton's weird ass emails, exposed a lot of corruption in our government. And what did the CIA do in response to that? Same thing that they tried to do with Edward Snowden, ruin their lives, ruin Julian Assange's lives. They tried to kidnap and assassinate him. Why? Because the government is crazy. And if you try to expose the truth, they will straight up Jeffrey Epstein you, bro. So maybe you should just really just get vaccinated and never try to to talk about real issues or the truth because then they're just going to make your life hell try to assassinate you because the government cares about you. It's for your safety. It's for your health. Maybe I'm being dramatic. I don't know. This is my show. I can say whatever I want. I saw this tweet today too because if you wondered how people in society got so crazy Maybe it was the government creating all of these domestic terrorist scenarios and then, you know, trying to paint domestic terrorism as one of the biggest problems in our society today when we all, in reality, know it's the government ruining our all of our lives and, you know, the media lying to us constantly. Uh, I saw this tweet today from this man who runs this website called Living Blue or in Texas or, yeah trying to be a Democrat in Texas. Basically, that's the whole concept of his website. And he tweets this out. One of my neighbors, a Trump supporter, has put a black flag on his flagpole, indicating his intent to murder anyone whose political views he disagrees with. This needs to become a national topic of conversation now because it's a national trend. And I was going to read into the article, but it is so poorly written that I was like, okay, I don't, I'm not even going to read this. So the website is called Living Blue in Texas. And apparently the black flag per this article means no quarter shall be given. And it says black American flags are the flags that means no quarter shall be given. They are the opposite of the white flag of surrender, according to people on TikTok. And, um... So the article writer says it means they will not surrender, will not take prisoners and are willing to die for their cause. And then he interjects his opinion and says it means they will execute their enemies. And it's like, okay, you're saying they're willing to die for their cause and that they're not willing to surrender. And you're immediately taking that as so, yeah, my my neighbor wants to murder me. These people are absolutely insane and I don't want to live with them anymore. I really don't. These people are freaking crazy and they're just on crazy pills. You know, people were always like, oh, take the clown pill. We're living in clown world. And I thought that was such like a like a cringe thing to say. But how else do we explain this? 
How else do we explain a society where, again, as Andy No tweets out, Tess Holiday, who's a morbidly obese model for my podcast listeners, visited Disney World in a beautiful mesh top outfit. The supermodel recently opened up about her battle with anorexia. She says she's a victim of a society that punishes larger people. Now, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm genuinely just being honest. Her legs look like the legs of the Michelin Man. She has rolls on her legs. I didn't know that was possible, but that is how fat this woman is. And she's apparently anorexic. Welcome to America in 2021. If you're morbidly obese, you're anorexic. If you have a penis, you can get a period and also get pregnant. And also our president has dementia. It's great here. We absolutely love it. <sighs> That's why I was so heated today. That's really why. It's because I saw this and I just thought it was absolutely ridiculous. And I just realized how insane our world currently is. So crazy that Rihanna wearing a shirt that says, think while it's still legal is national news because as her shirt says, it's not legal to think for yourself anymore. When I use the reference, two plus two equals five, in the book 1984, if people refused to say that, they were the enemy of society because they refused to be brainwashed and they actually wanted to speak the truth. And we are living in a time where things are so crazy and backwards that Rihanna wearing a shirt that says, think while it's still legal is national news because people are grabbing and they're itching for any sense of normalcy and any sense of truth that they see a celebrity wearing a shirt that is a common sense statement. And it's this amazing national news story. That's where we've gotten to. Now let's go ahead and go and look to other countries and kind of touch on some international news before we wrap up the show here. Uh, I want to check in on Australia and, and see what's going on over there. Let's check in. Your uncle. I love this video. So this was circulating this past weekend and it's of all of these officers dressed up in riot gear. And this hero has a trumpet and he's just playing the Imperial March song from Star Wars. And it's so fitting because the police in, the, in Australia, they are the bad guys. I'm just going to come out and say it. Any police officer who will choke you out and arrest you for leaving your home is the bad guy. This is what's happening to people in Australia, by the way. Um, let me pull up the tweet so I can um, make sure that I'm reporting this to correctly. So this was in Melbourne. A man was arrested for having lunch with a friend 200 meters away from his home. Watch this video. Watch those girls. I literally am standing here eating my kebab. No, not all right. How are you meant to calm down when people are doing this? No, we saw, we saw your friend up here earlier on. We've asked him to, to move on and he's returning. So. He lives 500 metres that way. Yeah, we told when you guys are texting, it's going to be really awkward. I'm not going to argue with you. So, what, okay, can I ask what he's been arrested for? Watch me. Watch me what? Come over here. No, I'm fine here. Thank you. You can explain it here. What's happened earlier on is. So there you guys go. That's Australia. That's what's coming to America. If we don't wake up and get angry at our police officers who keep taking away our freedoms and taking away our rights. I'm not saying all cops are bad, but I'm saying if you are a police officer 
who is arresting a man in Australia for having lunch outside of his home, you're the bad guy. You're not okay. You're bad. You're evil. You're an enemy of the people. And I want us all to look to Australia to understand what is going to be coming here. And everyone watching this show right now, if you see somebody getting arrested for not wearing a face mask or arrested for not having a vaccination pro passport, you better go and step in. And I was talking to my good friend, Caitlin, today, and I was telling her, you know, damn well, if I saw somebody getting arrested on the ground because they had the audacity not to wear a face mask or eat outside, I would go and jump in immediately. Arrest me, too, because I refuse to stand by while my fellow Americans are attacked. And if you guys don't believe that that's something I would do, Last year during the BLM riots, this big black guy was punching the hell out of this little nerd and his glasses flew off his face and nobody would help him because people last year were so scared to get in front of black people or say anything to them because black people were sanctified. And so this poor little nerd was getting beat up. And so I stepped in front of this guy fully ready to get punched in the face. And I said, leave him alone and let him get his glasses. And I was the only one that stood up for him. And I realized at that moment that we were living in a, an, an awful, like, what the hell's going on in this country? We're willing to watch our fellow American get beaten up, get arrested for standing up for their rights. I refuse to stand for it. And if you're watching this show, I hope you are the same. And if you're not, I don't want you to watch my show anymore. Unsubscribe to my YouTube channel. That's how strongly I feel about this. So that's what's going on in Australia. Prayers to Australia. Uh, France is looking interesting. Apparently somebody threw an egg at Macron. It was a protester who shouted, Vive la Revolution. French president was filmed being struck by a small projectile while surrounded by press and members of the public in Lyon. And the French have been going hard. The French know how to revolution, Okay. They have been doing a phenomenal job of pushing back against the vaccine passports over there. Uh, also, South Africa has followed suit. The Zulu have come out in force against mandatory vaccinations in South Africa. Uh, if you are a podcast listener, I am playing this video of all of these Zulu members in South Africa that are dressed in traditional African garb, and they're all out there protesting mandatory vaccinations. So there you go. That's what's happening in South Africa. And then we have nearly 20,000 people demonstrating in Trieste, Italy this past weekend against the government's vaccine passport, which will become compulsory for work in October. Apparently, Italian truckers are also preparing to block the country's highways this coming Monday. Um, I didn't see anything about that today, so we'll follow up on that story next show and see what ended up happening. But as you guys can see, we have thousands and thousands of people all around the world pushing back against this nonsense, taking back their freedoms and rights. And uh, here in America, my friend uh, Elad, he's a reporter in New York, was at an anti-mandate protest in New York City. A Holocaust survivor was speaking to a thousand plus people and said, if we don't want to end up as ashes, we have to resist. If we should be listening to anybody about tyranny and what we're currently living through, it's probably Holocaust survivors. And if they're telling us if we don't want to end up in ashes, we have to resist, maybe we should start listening. I think that's our cue to start listening and start taking things a little bit more seriously in this country. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Rapid Fire. I was very fiery this episode. I was very upset about a lot of things. Please remember to subscribe to my website, sassesofficial.com, because all of my shows are always archived there. And if YouTube ever decides to delete me for some reason, all of my shows will be there. All of my work can be found there, and I will always put out content. Also, it's a lot harder to get deleted on podcasts. So please remember to go follow my podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. Go leave it a five-star review if you like the show, and please share it with your friends. Um, if for some reason you guys never, you don't see me posting on YouTube for a week, it means I've gotten banned because I usually put out updates, um, if I'm sick or if I'm not doing a show, but if there's no updates and I'm just missing for a week and my video is gone, it means that I was banned for the week, but I will still put out episodes on my Odyssey account on my website and on podcasts. So please go follow me on all of those uh, different platforms. Also remember my Instagram, my gab is down below. Please go follow me on my socials. Remember also to go to preparewithsavsays.com for 25% off your four week or three month food supply. This is a product I use for myself. Great emergency food. Do not let the government again, dictate when you can and cannot eat. Make sure you have emergency food. So you're prepared for anything that happens in our insane and absolutely crazy society. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode. I'll see you later on this week.